I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's the main event. The football rambles here, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. How are you? Lovely to have your ears. Uh, Pete's here. Hello. <laughs> James or Jim is here. Hello. Luke's also here. Mm. All right. And there's the trio complete. Uh, chaps with um, Ryan Giggs recently suggesting that he might come out of international retirement if needed and called upon and all those other kind of things. Uh, who's your favourite player to have come out of international retirement? James or Jim, I'd like you to go first. I'm going to go straight in with the big hitter. Go on. Um, Roger Miller. Uh, That's a fantastic stuff. That's the point about him a lot. (laughs) I know we talk about him a lot, and we have done, especially lately. But I mean, he was was in his 40s when the World Cup, living on Reunion Island. (laughs) I only know where that is. He was 38. Shower curtain's got a map of the world on it. He was 38 for the 90 World Cup. All right, well, still. (laughs) Well old. He was possibly older, as we've discussed before. Well, very true. Don't know if he genuinely was that age. Scored four goals in that time. Yeah, I mean, it was an absolute revelation, wasn't he? I mean, oh, that glorious. is a good one. Glory be. You started, set the bar very high there, James. <laughs> Pete, what have you got for us? Well, I'm a massive fan of the Peruvian team. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> as you all well know, I'm slightly Peruvian. Uh, Norberto Solano Because oh, oh, nice. he's still going isn't he I forgot about that He's, he's one of those he's... people Who didn't really quite fancy The sort of 10,000 mile round trip Say <laughs> <laughs> so that I'll retire I think He fell out with the And coach, they play at altitudes he, and, then, as well. and then he came back Imagine playing a trumpet At altitude oh, He's a beautiful God. boy <laughs> you know, he's a, In the He looks a bit like Pele I think But uh, Pele? He might, a little bit He's got a sort of like Kind of crumpled face Always gets a laugh It's got to be said Humorous Touchstone, or maybe Edwin Van der Sar. He came back uh, not that long ago, did he? For needed. Now you're going for Solano. Mm. All right, I'll go yeah. for Solano. Either way, it's not as good as Roger Miller. Uh, <laughs> Luke Solano. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for the man who doesn't really even seem to know what retirement is, <laughs> let alone take it seriously. Henrik Larsson. That's Ooh, right. Competition. Oh, I'm retired. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. Oh, it's a big tournament. I'm back. He's a tease, isn't he, Larsson? Yeah. So Euro 2004, he originally mm. retired mm. after. I believe scoring a no, was beautiful it not, was it not, no it was World Cup 2002 I think was really? it even before no, that's that? right he came back for 2004 didn't he because yeah, he's I done this a few times he I definitely came back for Euro right. 2008 as we, well we've put him in the pro in the Hall of Fame yeah he's definitely come back for 2008 as well didn't he I think his telly's broken like, he's <laughs> yeah kinda, uh, well uh, my telly's broken has I don't know been, where to get it fixed has he not I, been checking has he not been checking telly text no no he's actually manager of like a Swedish second division team now Larson that's right probably just on the side though I imagine he's still playing I only do this until they come and get me back for a major tournament, <laughs> yeah. and then I have to go. It would it would hurt me and annoy me if he was a terrible manager. Yeah, I don't mm. know how he's one of those players that would de- it would depress me. Well, at least he's starting at a sort of central it's like, position. It's like, yeah, than managing yeah. his hometown well, like club, just, where he's like the just top Edinburgh. scorer when they're just about to go down. No? Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. like just in Edinburgh, he's uh, managing. Uh, is it Russian and Diamonds? Is he? He's, is he's, he? he's, he's very very low. Well, Larson's at Balls Lands Kroner, I think they're called. Good. Yeah. Well, uh, so that'd be mine, Henrik Larsson. I'm going to go for one Roman Raquel, mate. Oh, oh God, yeah. it's heavy hitters today. Yeah. <laughs> Here's hoping he does And Nobby Solano. Yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, we've said before we'd still like to see yeah. Romy yeah. playing at international level, but because of um, the two biggest egos in the football, his yeah. and Maradona's, he's yeah. not. But yeah, wonderful uh, coming out of retirement. I think he scored two goals in his. 
first game back two free kicks against Chile nice, nice. scoring more than one free kick in a game is brilliant yeah, yeah. that's great stuff I mean Raquel mate he, like you said he's hoping he, he stages another comeback he, uh, it's not going to happen though is it not while Maradona's still alive no <laughs> um, so good to happen yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> any day who knows <laughs> you know so we know he's not a figure of fitness is he no. yeah. um, points uh, I'm going to no I'm not really James of course yeah. Yeah. I knew that straight away Roger he, that's a round of applause from Luke yeah, that's well, he knows around more like four or five claps he kno- <laughs> I'm not sure how many you need for a round James he, he knows he's been beaten yeah. he does <laughs> sometimes you've got to hold your hands up James in- indeed <laughs> we can all agree it doesn't happen very often yeah. but tonight it has can I just do that little dance around the microphone oh yeah James. you should yeah, yeah, yeah. actually not in the room yeah um <laughs> Gyrating hips. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> like an Alan Partridge. You said that as an aside. <laughs> well, no, it just, I felt like a radio commentator. I had to kind of give the listeners. A, Luckily for James, on. there was a table between us there. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I may not have been able to control myself. Um, well, Chelsea couldn't control themselves, could they, against Aston Villa? No. Seven well, goals. They did it quite effectively, you yeah, might argue. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, Seven goals. Um, yeah. Frank Lampard got a haul. A haul. Yeah, an official haul. Yeah. haul. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, Great stuff. He's my captain on Fantasy Football League. Thank you very much. Well I've not had well a look done. for such a long time. No, How are we getting on? Uh, I'm rubbish. So Frank and I, yeah. you know, <laughs> doing the business on the weekend. <laughs> Frank Lampard scored something like 20 goals for the last six seasons. Oh, he's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. He, he, and so he's, going, he's well on his way to having his best score in the season this season, even yeah. though he had a little bit of a lull earlier in the season. Yeah. I, I reckon he should be on the plane. <laughs> I think he probably, I think he probably will be. 7-1 yeah. against Villa, the Champions. Definitely yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not the Champions. Outra- like, I, I predicted that to be a draw. Yeah, yeah. Well, Pompey aside, mm, um, yeah. it, Chelsea had had a bit of a sort of dip. Yeah. And phew, seven goals against Villa, that is just unbelievable. It was one all at one point as well. It seems yeah, it was one all at half time, wasn't it? Oh, no, it was, no, no, wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't. That half hour in, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. A lot of Celtic fans want. I'm out on a little quit I'll be fired so that he can go back to Celtic <laughs> oh, is that right yeah, yeah of course <laughs> on the um, Facebook sorry on the Facebook group the, oh, on the Ramble Facebook, group. Facebook group let's talk of Paul Lambert for Celtic as well people are up for Paul mm. he's done a fantastic job what about Roy Keane yeah well there's another one yeah. um, but uh, in the back in the Premier League Arsenal lost some ground yes they did <laughs> very annoyingly I'd imagine Kevin yeah. Phillips pops up the, yeah, oh god can't K-Phil. shackle him such a, it was such a crappy goal oh, it was <laughs> wasn't it, it was the 50th in league football Pete really yeah. Yeah. you can't argue with that can you it's um what, Wenger swore Did you hear this no. In the press oh, conference Oh that's right Did yeah, yeah I heard What word did he say Mied <laughs> No he, uh, he said the F word Did he <laughs> <laughs> Just in case uh, um, Kayfield Speaking of Kayfield When I saw that he scored That equaliser late doors I actually found out I didn't know this I'm not sure if you know this You boys He won the European Golden Boot Yeah yeah With Sunderland was, We've done the European that's Golden crazy. Boot In the Demon That's all of What an achievement You got 36 It's an incredible achievement Isn't it I'm annoyed at you for that He actually hit him with a pen <laughs> His award is in the Hall of Fame. Hall yeah. of Fame. No, it was. Um, it was a shame for us. I, I mean, lots yeah. of people seem to sort of say, "Oh, the title challenge is over now." I don't. No, no, well, no. I mean, if Chelsea and Man United draw, then it's it's right. It's open again, very very mm. much so. Because I mean, we've we've even said on on the show this season that people write off teams so often, and yeah. then it, it it can only take one result yeah. just to change things, and they're right back in there. I, I maintain I don't think Arsenal will win the league. Just to think Man United and Chelsea are better, and mm. I just I think you know the points. That Arsenal need the other sides to drop. I just thought the games are ebbing away for that to mm. happen, so it's getting less and less likely. But I mean, it's kind of an encouraging performance, um, like sort it's of season-wise for Arsenal. Season, yeah, I, I don't mean the games are encouraging performance. I just mean that Arsenal were even here when a lot of people oh, of were course, just sort yeah. of writing them off before the season had even started. Well, the fact that Arsenal are where they are and still with, even, uh, with a decent shout as well is yeah. a massive indication of Wenger's methods. I think definitely. Yeah. But I mean, it, the fact that they haven't won a trophy for a while, people sort of jump on the back of that. But if, I mean, imagine if they were to win the title this season, they come from nowhere. That's yeah. right. And you're right about what you say about people being written off because I can remember about seven games into the season, people were going, "Oh, so and so's lost two games." Yeah, it, it's a big, it's a big title decided. Mental. And I know a lot of that's propagated by Sky and stuff like that to try yeah. and get people to watch, but it's a little bit silly. Yeah, uh, West Ham are in trouble. Mm. They are. Nice goal from uh, Fuller. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Well, Did you see? I think it was on match of the day. A Ricky Villa. The Ricky Villa. It's the same goal. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's incredible. It's it's and they're both called Ricky. Mm. So yeah. uh, apparently, the West Ham players have been given three days off, and Zola's gone back to Italy. Yeah, well, he went to Sardinia, didn't he? But he's yeah. made the decision that he's going to stay on there, which is yeah. He said that he's uh, definitely going to stay. It's like the, it's like they're on a break. 
you know, West Ham and Zola. You know, <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. thinking about seeing other people, other people, but they're not sure if, yeah. if it's going to work out that way. I saw Julian Dix was on Sky Sports. Oh, it's the players. They're just being lazy. In. Yeah. I'd, I'd do whatever he told me, frankly. <laughs> so if you, if you are listening and you play for West Ham, buck up. What I need to do is have a massive fight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, apparently, after he retired, Julian Dix took up playing golf, but he, yeah. he basically he stopped because he got, he got so frustrated with it, he'd like regularly smash up his clubs. <laughs> he was apparently decent. He's apparently decent. He, was, he lives in Spain, I think. Really? My, my, my Does he live in Spain? I think he lives in Spain. Might now. do. He certainly used to hate talking about football. I know that. I've said mm. that on more than one occasion. He, yeah, I yeah. think he, he, he sort of gets quite upset if someone wants to talk to him about because he runs a bar, doesn't he? Yeah, no, that's right. He yeah, had a pub for a while as well. That sounds right. He does not. <laughs> he does not look like a man whose name should be Julian Dix, does no, he? No, no. <laughs> Julian Dix running a pub name. just feels right. Yeah. He um, uh, but he had to quit through injury. I think he did. Yeah. yeah. Forget he was at Liverpool for a season he as was, well. Yeah. Oh bloody hell! Yeah. So he yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had a free kick on him as well. Yeah, and a penalty. I tell yeah. you what, and a. Fist If you yeah. <laughs> Two fists <laughs> <laughs> Called him Julie Two Fists Yeah He should have played for England For the fact Bring him on for the penalty shootouts Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or to, to take out one of the best players like, <laughs> yeah. Get sent off no, miss, like, His, penal- miss all his penalties were superb <laughs> Yeah they were <laughs> the, the, the keeper just sort of thought well, oh. I know where it's well, Lampard, Really really aggressive yeah. <laughs> Lampard's um, Lampard got a couple of nice penalties Didn't he He did One was an absolute belter Wasn't it Belter yeah. Yeah. Do you know who takes a decent penalty as well Jimmy Bullard He, yeah, does, he does actually does, yeah. Always top corner yeah. Yeah. One thing that annoyed me A little bit this weekend and I don't Tell know, us Luke Tell us I don't know if it's be, if I'm just being overreacting A little bit Probably But, but the, the demise of players Not celebrating Against their old club Bullard did Bullard Yeah did it's it. true actually yeah. Crouch did it Crankyard did it uh, Crankyard well, not so much Bullard Crank- earned some yeah. Massive booze though Didn't he Yeah but <laughs> Did yeah, get yeah, some yeah. booze And Roy Hodgson said Well he, he, they're allowed To boo, boo him Because yeah. he left <laughs> Well a lot of Fulham fans I like Bullard very much Because of We regularly get taken To task on it Facebook group, don't we? For liking him. Um, Torres scored a great goal. One of the goals of the season, beautiful. Beautiful. Absolute beauty. You you should never score from there, surely. And you make a right that. I hate when people say that. He's got no right. Well, he has. He's got no right. His his mate's over on the far side. He should be passing out. He's got no right. There was was a kid. Sorry, mate. There was a kid um, who was a really, really good footballer when we were young. And uh, uh, his dad used to love giving it the back. His dad, you know, his sort of dad always down the pitch, playing. And now this other kid scored an amazing goal. He ran from from his, his. own like half in like a cup final mm. which is at our local stadium sort of non-league stadium yeah. and that sort of thing and he ran ran the whole team right and chipped the keeper it's an amazing goal yeah. it's on VHS video Daily and Atkinson yeah that sort of thing yeah. and um, on the video you can hear the other guy's dad saying to him after the game well it's a good job you scored that because my Jonathan was wide open I <laughs> 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 seriously said that it's amazing oh dear oh dear um Going back to Andy Gray once again, mm. the Torres uh, Torres' second goal when he sort of calmly just that's a lovely finish. Yeah. Put the ball. He, he was describing that and he went and, and as Torres sort of stroked it and he went and this is what we mean about calm finishing. H- who? Yeah, yeah. You've never. Scott I've never me. heard him talk. It's, this is what it's we part, mean. He's part of the calm finishing board. <laughs> <laughs> they work out what's a calm finishing. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what he wants. And he he gets the ball. And he it's almost like Andy Gray's taking credit for it, yeah, yeah, which yeah. pisses me off. Do you, do you know what he said, which will make you even worse? I'm not sure if you heard this. I, I was, he he wasn't slagging me off. Was you he? Were the, yeah, he slagged <laughs> me off. He, he said in the last words, you know that really self-indulgent yeah, half yeah. hour they do at the end of the song. It's like Jerry Springer's last word. Isn't yeah, he's got yeah. a little. And now for my final thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take <laughs> care of yourselves yeah. and each other. <laughs> Don't yeah. have nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Admit. Yeah. He, um, Andy Gray actually <laughs> said this. Yeah. He actually said that he hopes he hopes that Aaron Robbins injured for the Champions League game against Man United oh. Tuesday. That's a disgrace. I know. Thing to absolutely say. unbelievable, isn't it? Mm. And you don't want to see. And, and all of He's a sudden, a great and player Robin. I mean, exactly. imagine, imagine where Robin would be sort of considered amongst the top players in the world if he was injury free more often. Well, He's a James, superb The player. amount of times Andy Gray has said stuff like in, in, <laughs> in like a Champions League game, and you want to see the best players around on the yeah, nights yeah. like this. Oh, unless unless they happen to not be playing for an English club, you mean? Yeah. And you don't want him to play. Absolutely disgraceful. Scene. And let's not forget he is Scottish. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, let's move on from terrible blokes. Um, Gary Cook. Yay. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's the Everton, links write themselves, yeah. don't they? they Simple do. pullback and reveal. I like yeah. it. Like, what, what are we talking about now then? <laughs> <laughs> um, Everton have written to him. 
Now this was uh, during Everton's win at Manchester City. Email um, him. They pen pals. The, yeah, <laughs> probably a fact. When they, when yeah, they won, a bit of facts actually. Yeah. When they won two nil, yeah. Roberto Mancini showing a rare bit of uh, mm. Moyes would punish insanity. Him. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Moyes, yeah, I was going to say. Would, I, I mean, we're talking submission holds. You know what I mean, <laughs> he could do what he wanted. Mm. To the only thing I'll say about Moyes is that he would take it down to the gutter. Don't wear a scarf for one to fight with Moyes. Moyes kind of with it. He looks a bit bewildered. You know, like when when like a really big kid like in the playground a little yeah. lad comes along and like punches it he's just like do, do you realise what you're doing <laughs> you know you just flicked me in the face with your hair you really <laughs> want this with your really well conditioned hair <laughs> um, yeah Everton well not only were they, were they a little ruckus on the sidelines apparently um, upstairs in, in, the, in the football club the uh, Gary Cook was uh, the Gary Cook Gary Cook Lee Gary <laughs> in case you're getting confused with someone else in case you're getting confused with Gareth Cook yeah um, there was a little bit of argy-bargy uh, Everton have written to Gary Cook who of course is the Manchester City chief executive uh, to demand an explanation uh, following the incident which happened when Everton went to Eastlands uh, and won 2-0 it all kicked off it was with with George Downing who's apparently a successful businessman who's who's well respected oh he's Evertonian isn't he that's right yeah 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 um and apparently when the Everton fans were were singing you know because they were 2-0 up Mm. the game was petering out um Downing Started joining in With the songs But he was still in like The, the, the box where they all sit You know I The director's imagine, box I don't know Gary Cook But I can imagine He's a very bad loser <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Well apparently He started directing One of the choruses at Cook This is what <laughs> This is what He's in his director's box And he's giving it the big I hope he went You're not at Nike now pal <laughs> Yeah well, This is big boy shit well, 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 Cook, I'm well, taking Nike town Down to Chantown <laughs> <So>, Chant <laughs> yeah. Oh Gary Cook's not having that What did he do? No. Ask him to leave Well there was a little bit Actually, of I bet he's got someone else to ask him to leave. Um, so yeah Gary Cook's back in the uh, I think that the is an, really annoying though isn't it I mean we've, we've all been on the end of fans being yeah, really come on. T- annoying Gary like, Cook part of, me yeah, thinks, but part of me thinks it's amazing that some bloke turns up to Gary Cook's director's box and starts singing yeah. at him but then you do as you say James to look at it from a balanced view that is a naughty thing to I, do I, yeah. reckon, I reckon I've I've met like five Man City fans since we've been doing this show and all of them think Gary Cook's a penis oh, yeah, well, he's an embarrassment for them isn't yeah. he it's, it's awful you don't want someone associated with your club that's constantly putting his foot in his mouth because he's representing you in a way he's, especially yeah, exactly. if it's a club of a lot of new money like City because there's going to be a lot of people immediately just getting annoyed yeah, with the transfer around, rumors yeah. and stuff like that and it, it, it's the same thing happened to Chelsea you know it just sort of you don't want to be tarnished by Gary Cook okay, he's, he's, he's out Kenyan in Kenya he is absolutely <laughs> he's also, it's worth pointing out that Gary Cook's actually <laughs> embarrassing to a load of shakes who don't know anything about football <laughs> yeah, even yeah. they're embarrassed by him even then yeah. they have to pull him into the office every so often and say come on yeah basically yeah <laughs> it's, it's true Gary Cook has had to have a meeting with those people like with the subject of the meeting being stop being a dick yeah. that, should, yeah. you, that should never have to happen no, to you as there. a human being <laughs> we weren't you there at the meeting last week about Luke yeah. <laughs> um, Johnston's paint trophy final who mm. was there Pete was there I was there it was £34 uh, I was in the uh, Carlisle end and uh, a colourful racist characters in the Carlisle <laughs> was it really yeah. it was 30 minutes Ironic. before I heard an anti-black man chant oh and I was God. like wow you've been serious that, that is early that is uh, terrible it's, you, it's you always do, too early you do occasionally hear it but it's like it really just, it, it came very early compared like considering it's 2010 and, uh, Yeah yeah But there, there was uh, There was a man dressed as Elvis Which was a lot of fun He was running up and down And there was a slightly less con- Successful uh, man dressed as a blue Sort of strong man He was sort of like A strong man caveman Sort of uh, kind of fellow With sort of like okay. A leopard skin uh, Sort of like, These people you were with Or people you saw <laughs> 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 We saw that Racists and superheroes <laughs> Yeah <laughs> But it was good uh, uh, it, it was good it was, it was an enjoyable spectacle But I mean Just Carlisle Just weren't at the rest at all They needed The defending was terrible The defending yeah. was, was awful they won one header all match and that was for their goal Southampton won 4-1 congratulations to them they just didn't have they have any strikers they um, Carlisle bless them they they, they, um, they had it? a couple of cup tied that was the problem I think oh did they, they, just, they yeah they, they, one from Stoke and one from somewhere else they were they both couldn't play which is a it's annoying for a final because you kind of yeah, want yeah. the strongest teams but um, yeah it was it was Carlisle just weren't uh, weren't very good I saw a th- it's the FA Vars trophy Which is the end of the season mm. Yeah uh, A couple of years ago When Stevenage Borough won it It was a great game It's good to see those um, You know Non-big 
Cup finals at Wembley. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're great games as well. I mean, I mean there's a great. If you look at like, the amount of people were there, I mean, it was like, what was it, 80? Oh, like, it was I fantastic. Mean, bearing, bearing I think in mind. The, yeah, I think it was the biggest mobilisation of Southampton fans ever in the history of the club. Wow. Yeah, which is a testament to them. Really. I mean, look Even at, more but, so than the Cup final yeah. where they lost to Arsenal. Yeah. Wow. What I love I mean, about Cal- those finals, though, is the fact that those supporters aren't used to being um, yeah. at Wembley. And Carl- like Carlola, they lose, they've been there like five times in the last. Oh, no, so they have. Final finals and stuff like that. Yeah, but they lost. But I mean, they've come to the. Um, final of this are like pretty yeah. constantly. I mean, yeah. they, they've um, won once at um, at Cardiff, I think, but um, yeah. the, all the other times they've lost. Imagine Wembley being your bogey ground when you live in Carlisle. But I think no. The point I'm making is that they don't have that many what you'd call big games. No, yeah, away yeah. to Old Trafford, like away to and the way the way thing was just watching <laughs> watching them when they first started. They clearly weren't used to using such a big pitch because they bunched yeah. like school kids. Oh, really? Both teams, pitch. both teams. It was ridiculous. They were just in both like they were all in one quarter of the pitch. It was weird. Is that the first time you've been to Wembley? It is, yeah, yeah. What do you think of it? It's... I mean, it looks incredible. Obviously, I think the heart, I think it would be incredible. You know, when we st- uh, went to the um, went to the new camp, new camp, yeah, and we stood at the very top. I yeah. think uh, on the on the I think it's the would you call it the west stand? Um, if you climbed at the top of that, mm. I think that would look absolutely. Yeah, so I stood at the back. I was very much at the, I was very much at the on, on the bottom yeah, tier right. and stuff. But it, I think yeah, it's a great stadium. It's, it's, it, it is. It is. Obviously, it is. It's, it's I, two. It's two parts. Over though, like. It's in two parts for me. The, fr- the, 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 the Pitch side, so you're actually in the arena is superb. I think mm. in terms of you get a great view wherever you are. You got the, if you're on the right side of the stadium, you've got the arch going over, which is a spectacle. Mm. But the, the gripes with it are that behind the scenes, it's like a fucking airport, the departure lounge. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's so soulless. He's got these restaurants and these mm. like food things, which are ridiculously expensive. And also getting to and getting from Wembley is an absolute. It's just so I'm sure. I've not actually been there, but I get the impression it's sort of like a football version of the O2 Arena. Yeah, very much so. Is, well, James, I'll be going there next month for the fourth time as I'm probably fan in two years mm. so you know it's like, a, it's like a home from home for me you know yeah, so yeah. I understand as an Arsenal fan you wouldn't quite have, uh, have had that yeah, no, oh I, that's a dig I, in I, it I, hey, <laughs> hey did someone say banter yeah. <laughs> sound I, the banter alarm I envy you I really <laughs> yeah. do yeah oh dear Stephen Taylor didn't um, have a good day out the other day no. <laughs> in training he's um, he's feeling a bit betrayed by Newcastle United and he thinks he has no future at the club reports are suggesting and why would this be Marcus this is because he had his jaw broken by his teammate Andy Carroll <laughs> recently one of my most hated players yeah. Andy Carroll yeah okay yeah. Pete doesn't like Stephen Taylor no I don't like Stephen Taylor yeah, well, let's have a fight. I'll give you an arm wrestle, <laughs> and I'll, 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 I'll take my, my hand into Stephen Taylor. And you can paint your hand at Andy Carroll. We'll have yeah. a fight. Yeah, um, but, uh, you know, regardless of personal opinions of players aside, you know, put yourself in this position. That's you've shocking. You've got your jaw broken yeah. by a team at the club, and there's been no action taken on the teammate. Mm. He's still playing. But, you've, yeah. but you've, uh, what I'd say is, why is that? I mean, nobody's come out and said anything. Why is Andy Carroll still playing? He's, he's, a, he's not getting involved. He refuses to get involved. Mm. But it, but which sort of begs the question that there's probably a little bit more than obviously there. there obviously, there would be um, repercussions if you punch another player. And, and basically, he's on the recovery trail. You know what I mean? He, he, that's going to set him back. And if he wants to leave the club, he wants to leave the club. Is that why, a contract? Why is this? Anyway? Well, not for a quite a while. They, they, oh, they need it. to sell it. No, no, next season. He's, oh, okay, he's right. It just strikes me as being like a. Like a sort of Aldi version of the Wayne Bridge rubbish, but it's just yeah. it's just kind of like why isn't why is nothing being said? Why isn't this out in the public domain? I j- it just strikes me as being there's obviously a little bit more of this. Than well, it was over well, a girl apparently. Well, well, Steve, Steve, oh, really? Andy Carroll's already been busted loads. Yeah, yes. Carroll's currently on bail. He, yeah. he does. But, um, but Stephen Taylor's declined to uh, take part in a police investigation into the incident. So, uh, I, I, you're I just, right, Pete. Just, that that is really unusual. Why, if, if he wants to leave the club, why isn't he got involved in it with the police investigation? I, I don't buy all this oh it's because he's doing it's because he wants um, the best for Newcastle United he's not that much of a club club man he's to, to be honest the, the, the piece of that's taken from the Observer um, what, what's her name Taylor what's her first oh Louise, Louise Taylor, Taylor. Yeah, Louise yeah. Taylor she hates Newcastle United with a passion I yeah. mean psychologically hate I don't know what Newcastle did to her she probably but she's very, she gets very upset about <laughs> anything that maybe it's her maybe <laughs> maybe she's the one being getting text messages yeah, <laughs> yeah classic I think the thing is OP if, if, if you think there's more to it than that and it goes on behind the scenes and that's fine but I mean 
it just from 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 a layman's point of view, from an outsider's point of view, it just it's a worrying thing when sort of you know practicality and oh he's scoring goals, so he's got to play for us. Thing is, we've takes got, over principle. Thing it's is, annoying. Got, it thing, no, I, I don't mind. I don't mind that for a second because he wasn't scoring goals like um, a, a couple of months ago. He scored a few now, but you know, right, like okay. Nolan's Nolan's more of a goal scorer than he is this season. Lovenkrantz is is scoring more goals than uh, than him at the moment. We've got Shoran Miobi in the wings, who is a better striker for all his bloody faults you know what I mean and Andy Carroll's certainly not a premiership striker that's put into perspective how much you hate Stephen Taylor <laughs> yeah. you just it's disappointing because Stephen Taylor I, I think Newcastle's defence is great at the moment I'd like to see Stephen Taylor back it would only strengthen uh, the team there'd be, a pr- there'd be a pretty good battle for the centre back mm. uh, positions and stuff because he just, was just back from injury wasn't he he's not back yet no he's the um, he well pretty, he's not now is he no, <laughs> not now, but I mean. Luton 8 Hayes and Yedding 0 Good result. 7 0 at half time. What the hell were they doing in the second half? <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> yeah, Slack. Their work's done. Hayes and Yedding had a decent cup run not so long ago, I seem to remember. Yeah, yeah that's Luton Town's uh, biggest win since the Second World War. It would have been written as eight if the video printer was still going as well. Yeah, Kevin Gallon. He's in. Oh, did he? Yeah. What did he get? A couple? Got Gosh. a couple, yeah. Last uh, weekend, Luton uh, beat Ebb's Fleet 6 1 as well. And all six of them were in the second half, so maybe. <laughs> yeah, they're sort of trying to balance it out, I don't know. Just trying to get, get away early. If we yeah. can get it wrapped up <laughs> on an hour, can we just yeah. go? Yeah. yeah. It's like an exam. If you finish, you can leave. Are you ever allowed to declare a football match? <laughs> no, oh, I don't just think so. It. Just forget it. I can't imagine the other captain agreeing to it. Sep's, <laughs> Sep's trying to bring it in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, I'm sure you're as overjoyed as I am to know that Sven Goran Eriksson will be managing Ivory Coast at the World Cup. Incredible. The yeah. balding smoothie is back. <laughs> yeah. The he balding said, smoothie. He says he wants England in the final, doesn't he? He's dreaming. He wants to try ladies on another continent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, incredibly tough start for him. I think his oh, first yeah. game is Portugal, but he could get revenge for 2004. Yeah. Yeah. And then his second game is Brazil. Revenge for 2002. Yeah. And then North Korea. Revenge for when he loses the job in the future. <laughs> yeah. um, James, you're, you're fi- you've traditionally been fiercely against um, managers, African managers being sat going into competitions when they've qualified <laughs> to get them. Yeah, well, it does seem incredibly harsh. It, it? I, think, I, know, I agree with you. I think it's hard. Because there was talk of Hiddink doing it on a sort of, sort of part-time basis, yeah. wasn't it? But but it's, it is going to be interesting because it's Sven to see if he's there, you know. But, but Hiddink's got um, a bit of a track record for coming in to jobs and just immediately transforming the teams, yeah, yeah, you know. Where Sven's gone the other way recently. Sven's yeah. got a sort of a reputation for coming in immediately <laughs> womanising. Yeah. Immediately transforming the accounts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> well. Um, apparently the other candidates were Mark Hughes and some reports said Bernd Schuster. Bernd Schuster, Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sven's, Sven's got there. Yeah. Well, they've got a sorry, Mark. Yeah, they've yeah. got a very, very tough crew. I know we've said this before, but I didn't realise this until today. If they do qualify, it will likely be as the runners-up, and they'll likely get Spain. So yeah, it's, harsh. it's really harsh. It is harsh, but it's, it is very harsh in the Ivory Coast because in two thousand and six, their first two games were. Argentina and then Holland, yeah, and they gave a, a pretty decent account. They, they lost did. both the, both those They've games two one. But the, uh, in two thousand and six, they were stronger. I'm wanting to say that, than they are now, and it yeah. was a real shame for them because, you know, had they have been had a, a nicer start or at least had um, who was th- who was the other team in that group? They had uh, Argentina, was Holland, it Romania, was it? no, it was um, Serbia, Montenegro. Oh yeah. You know, perhaps if they'd have maybe got off to a winning start against... I mean, that's no mean feat either. No. Then oh, it was a real shame. And then this time round, bang, they've been hit with a, a tough one again. But they got so. Sven. Yeah. Well, that's it. <laughs> they'll um, definitely get to the quarterfinal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a statement said that uh, he, he will lead the team at the World Cup where his objective is to ensure an honourable participation. And it will obviously be difficult. Didn't Ivory Coast sat their manager um, because of um, poor performance in the African Cup of Nations? That's even right. Though, even though they qualified... Quarterfinals they weren't happy with. Hmm. I think it's, it's going to be a bit of a strain on all of the African sides, considering they've had the Cup of Nations mm. in yeah. January. It's good, of course, they've played a lot more games. And so many even play in Europe now. That there's a lot yeah. of games to, to get through at a club level. I'm surprised they've gone for Sven because Sven is not um, he's not a disciplinarian. He's not a guy who will come in and go right. This is what we've got to do. Yeah, he's he's quite. Yeah. Um, it's quite lazy fair, yeah. Yeah, Very you know. conservative as well. That's right. Whereas I, I'd have thought maybe Mark Hughes would have been better. Mark Hughes would be mental taking over the Ivory Coast, wouldn't he? It, and it would be brilliant. Should go, should I'm thinking Wales. of myself and my own entertainment. Oh, right, of course. <laughs> yeah. He should go back to Wales, Mark Hughes. You reckon? Yeah. Well, just to live. Well, just in general. Ryan Giggs come out of retirement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Sven obviously didn't do very well with Mexico. His record was... 
played 13, won six, drew one, lost six mm. yeah. with Mexico. He took over from Hugo Sanchez, didn't he, Ericsson? Yeah. And, and yeah, he didn't do a great job there. Well, it's such a huge change in culture, though, isn't it? Like Mexican football, it was Man City to Mexico, wasn't it? I mean, it's, it's, you're going to need some time to adjust to that, I'm sure. I mean, if you're if you're a brilliant and amazing manager, as someone like Hiddink is, you should be able to go around and do that. But maybe Sven doesn't have that kind mm. of. At least he'll have. He'll, he'll at least be as a, as a sort of as a, as, a, as a European man. He's managed mm. in different countries around Europe. He he will have experience. He'll know. At least he'll know what Drogba, Kalou, mm. yep. Torre all the other guys are like because he'd have seen them play a lot, a lot. So it's not yeah. though he's going to an African country full of unknowns. Yeah, true. Hardly yeah. any and playing Europe well, do you know what I mean so well, it's much, yeah, very much a world game though, well hopefully it? he'll have the respect a lot, from a lot of those players because he has managed at World Cups yeah. and in the, and some of the top leagues well, in, maybe it's the experience world. they need I don't know you never know do you? Probably, what, he, what we need to do is go 1-0 up and panic <laughs> <laughs> against 10 <laughs> very true staying with the World Cup um, I've got some bad news for you go on uh, you know as Englishmen we hope England do well but Pele said that he reckons England might make it to the last four. Why uh, do people still ask Pele? What <laughs> <you think? laughs> I don't think they do, mate. I don't think they do. That <laughs> means we'll either win it or we'll do terrible. Yeah. It's, it's like he's a magic eight ball. Just <laughs> shake <laughs> Pele up. Let's see what crap he comes out with. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He, he also he wants Ronaldinho to go to the cup, which I think we can all agree with. Yeah. But he's, <laughs> he says that Ronaldinho could have a calming effect on Brazil. Yeah. In it, what sense? Getting them pissed. <laughs> the thing is, I think, he's, thing I think know, he's experienced. One maybe. thing we can draw from that is now. That England definitely will not get to the semi-final. Yeah. They're either, they're either and Ronaldinho it. won't go to the World Cup. No, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it probably won't even happen now. <laughs> the World Cup won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maradona, though, has been. Uh, we were praising Messi in the last few weeks, as I'm sure anybody with a serviceable pair of eyes who can watch football will as well. Yeah, yeah. For all these hat tricks and wonderful performances, and he, Maradona's been asked a lot about Messi and. Uh, He's saying, you know, how come you've not been getting the best out of him from the national team and, and one thing or another? And Maradona said, you know, if I have to change a system um, for his good, then I will. But I think every the si- week, yeah. <laughs> but, he, but he went on to say, but I think the system that we have and the players we have, all, all that he needs to do is explode, and surely he'll do that at the World Cup. So basically, when he's been asked, look, you're not. You're not get doing this. Messi's not clicking in this yeah. system, and he's yeah. clearly your best player. Are you going to change that? Well, I will change it. But really, all that needs to happen is we'll do exactly what we've been doing, and he just, and he just and needs he has to, to step yeah, up. And yeah. he needs to step up, and what? surely he'll do that at the What's World the Cup. What's the system? The merry-go-round of players. I can't, I can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't figure out the Argentinian system. It's called the, the lucky dip system. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very underused in world football. No, but well, you make a very good point, Marcus. He is, he is saying that, isn't he? He's yeah. saying, I think it will be okay because it's the World Cup. And Maradona right. sort of believes in that kind of yep. magic. In a way, it's quite British. It's very sort of yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. All, it's all about passion and well, just but that's what he's all about. Thinking are, about the games, Argentina are similar to England in that way. They're fiercely patriotic, aren't they? Oh, but they're, yeah. they're they enjoy steak and chips. Yeah, as well. Exactly. <laughs> very true. Very true. I, I, you know, it's no coincidence that, the, that Messi's best. Performances for Argentina have been when Raquel has been playing. Yeah, mm. and Raquel is now not playing, and well, Messi's gonna lo- is likely to play it as part of a two up top of Higuain, mm, yeah. and is that the b- best position for him? If it were me, I would just build the entire team, well, of course, modelled on the same system they play at Barcelona. Absolutely, I have, yeah, and they have not? the players Messi to do it. Right, yeah. Higuain in the middle, Aguero on the left, maybe Tevez, or a variation of yeah. like Di Maria, yeah. maybe or something. Yeah, you know. it's, it's and get Cambiasso in that team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's not as if like it's not as if Maradona himself didn't profit from a team building themselves around one player. <laughs> exactly. That's the annoying. He should know, yeah. 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 He's a strangely defensively minded manager, isn't he? That how much he loves Mascherano. Well, Maradona did say we believe in him to the death. It was slightly worrying. Yeah. Um, it, uh, the man's capable of anything. He did also say, um, with regards to, because we mentioned before on the show, and, and a number of people have mentioned this, that people think that he's trying to hold back Messi from yeah. taking his kind of crown as the god of football in Argentina well, you know, or whatever. Decent, that. decent young footballers are now the new Messi rather than the yeah. new Maradona. Oh, you you are, like that. Yeah. Well, he's, he said, if anyone surpasses me, I want him to be Argentine if Messi does well I win Hmm. It's, it's, it's ironic that you say that you, you consider Maradona to be a, a defensive minded manager and stuff, but mm. where Maradona, um, whereas Argentina are unquestionably weak at the back. That's the weakest mm. point of their squad. That's the right. players they've got at the back uh, are you know, appalling. Yeah, well, they, they, he seems to be restricting them up front. It's, 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 a, it's a real lack a of adventure. Run. Yeah. It's Primera Liga time. Uh, Real won 3-2 in the Madrid derby. Mm. They were one down as well, weren't they? To Reyes. Yeah. Reyes yeah. opened the scoring. Another lovely one who celebrated f- against his old club. Yeah. Lovely little flick on from Aguero for that as well. Yeah. Saw it. so it's a lovely rough. little flick oh, on. Oh, it was literally a flick on. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't think of anything that didn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. uh, Barca won 1-0 in Mallorca. Ibra. 
Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Only the second team, I believe, this season to go to Mallorca and win. They've won every other home game. They've not even drawn one. They hit the bar twice, didn't they? Did you see Ibra did a pass with his back? That was amazing. Yeah, I saw that. Really old. Once again, players that sometimes we think, oh, is he having the best of times? Goes out and murks us. Well, actually, no, he hasn't. because We've always backed him. I think Ibra will get 20 goals a season, which isn't bad. He's got 15 in the league at the moment, which is two less than Cristiano. Two less than Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay, that's that. That's a, a telling statistic. That is a telling. Statistic. What is really interesting is um, obviously there's a lot of uh, interest in the Pachichi every season, probably more so yep. in Spain than here. And um, I think it's uh, it's Marker uh, talking about Ronaldo. Well, now, he's going to get it over Messi, but yeah. Higuain's got loads more yeah, than Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. It's like, he's in the same team, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 You're yeah. back in the wrong horse. El Pepe, <laughs> Pepita. Um, in Serie A, Roma beat Inter. Yeah, and and go into second at one point behind Inter now. Can I say really I fancy there. I fancy Roma for the title. Well, I'd well, love them to nip in and get. Well, up. I mean, it's also worth mentioning that Milan failed to take advantage again and drew at mm. home to lowly Lazio. They, they don't, don't do want it. it. No, <laughs> they, no really? they don't. Roma seems to be the only team with any sort of momentum. Yeah, yeah. it's odd. Milan have just they've had at home. There's so oh, many. Chances. Oh my god! You know, did you see Daniel De Rossi's celebration when Tony scored the winner against Inter? Yeah. Yeah. He's swinging he's, on the bar. He's like jumping up yeah. and down like he could control himself. He grabbed all the crossbar. Yeah, swinging on. Goalkeeper just looking really annoyed at him, <laughs> celebrating in his face. This is what I'm talking about with the guy sort of shouting at Gary Cook. It's that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. you, before De Rossi swung on the crossbar, he actually went completely mental. Yeah. Like he couldn't control himself. He's like, in he just didn't know what to do. There were some great scenes at the, the Stadio Olympic game mm. that night. It's good to see Luca Tony scoring again as well. Yeah. So I had a chat with my mate about um, about the Stadio Olympic with, with the running track around it. And yeah. he was saying he prefers a running track around the pitch because. It's more sort of dramatic. Oh, when yeah. they score, they can yeah. jump over. But I still think it's too far away. Yeah. Really. Well, like at Hamden when Kenny Miller scored in the uh, cup final. Yeah. Recently, it was a League Cup final against um, League Cup Samira, final. Yeah. Was it? And uh, he, he wanted to run and celebrate with the fans. But by the time he got there, yeah. everyone sort of moved on. You know what yeah. I mean? Sat back down. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Um, well, I mean. Milan and Inter have, have really lit Roma um, into the title race in, in March Inter this is in the league have only won once in March they've drawn twice and lost twice um, Milan have only won once in March they've drawn three times and lost once sorry lost once whereas Roma in the league have won three times and drawn twice in March and one of those draws mm. was against um, Milan Roma have really come back well they're really into the second for crying out loud mm. you know well, yeah, like James said I think the momentum is telling and this sort of, sort of stage of the season if you get into that habit of winning yeah, now, I think it's been so long since Milan have won the title that they've sort of forgotten how to do it. All to play for. Mm. Um, following on from last week's chat uh, about Juventus and more specifically Felipe Melo, when we were saying he's had a really bad time, there, mm. I, d- I was unaware that in 2009 uh, he. I say one. Um, <laughs> uh, he had the award bestowed upon him. Yeah, I think it's a more accurate reflection on the incident. Um, he won the award which is called the Bedone de Oro uh, which I think you'll find is an excellent pronunciation I think it's Bedone d'Oro but carry on Bedone d'Oro yeah yeah that yeah. as well depends where you're from in Italy Mark, that's right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you get the picture Mario Land by the sound <laughs> <of it. laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um, it, which is uh, Italian for I suppose golden bin yeah. or <laughs> that's a garbage can for our American brothers and sisters yeah. uh, it's a tongue in cheek prize which is given to the worst footballer in Serie A each year it's an incredibly rude award yeah he, Felipe Melo cannot be the worst player in Serie A no. it must be the most disappointing player well we've well, got the list of winners here we do it's yeah it's interesting that you say that Luke because I mean going back from 2009 in 2008 it was Ricardo Caresma in 2007 and 2006 it was Adriano the year before that Christian Vieri before that it was uh, Nicola Legratella and before that Rivaldo so obviously he's just someone who's like a sort of big yeah. target delivered, to be delivered. shot down almost or, or I think probably who do you think would get it here this season Luke oh come on I, I thought you meant out of the four of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, undoubtedly, Luke out of the four of us but from the Premier League. Um, I would go for. I'd probably go uh, Veron. <laughs> Anyone who's still gets a punt. I think, think it would probably be Lucas because it's this to me. Ooh, it seems I mean, he's like, done well. No, though. but this to me, it he's seems like well. someone who sort of just gets a lot of shit. Yeah, off, off of fans. Yeah. yeah. I mean, or in, or in 2006 and 2007's case, um, the the player with the worst mental problems. Yeah. In Adriano's case, Drunk a little player. bit. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Gary Lineker and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Emails. It is. He's not wrong. Um, I would really love it, actually, if James, you start. Oh, I'd love that as well. Yeah. Should we, should we do it? Let's do it. Let's go. There. 
Okay, Ramble Force. Ho! First off, long time listener, first time mailer. Always wanted to say that. That's nice. Like he's from an 80s action film. Uh, Wanted to drop (laughs) you a line to add to your quickly growing catalogue of strange things said in football stands. Oh, I like these ones. Mm, They're good, aren't they? My story comes from this year's Super Classico replay in Buenos Aires last Thursday. I'm a Leeds fan working in Buenos Aires, and I was lucky enough to get a ticket from a Boca fan that I know. I was just Boca V River. Mm, Boca 1 2 0. Jealous. Yeah. Um, That's us, that is. Uh, We met up and entered the stadium hours before the match watching blue and yellow fill up the bombonera not only was it a truly epic atmosphere it was a lesson in Spanish slang and football chants uh, the high point of which was just before the second half started when an Argentinian soap actor dressed in full Boca strip began warming up along the touchline with a film crew it reminded me of the classic football movie Goal in which I think they d- did the same thing at Newcastle classic is a strong word there um, <laughs> <laughs> the actor turned directly to our stands and clapped above his head trying his best not to be phased by the bottles and cups being hurled at him <laughs> <laughs> my amigo why everyone wasn't helping him out and cheering for the cameras like they had blatantly hoped for but before I could answer the guy next to me stood up leant forward and deafened me with a shout of concha de un loro I immediately asked my laughing friend what he had called the soap actor turns out he just called him the <laughs> of a parrot <laughs> <laughs> It wow, <laughs> that's where the eggs come out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It also turns out he deserved it because another fan told me the actor was a River fan. Oh. So spare a thought for my friend Mark Amodio, who narrowly missed out on seeing this match as he had to leave just a few days prior. And oh. Also, can you get Jimmy Savile to fix it for Leeds to stop dropping points? We, ha- ha- we have no control over Savile. <laughs> I so, uh, can't really help you there. Um, so that, that is from James Halliday. So thank you very much, James. Good email. That's wonderful stuff. Um, Luke, you've got an email. I have indeed. Ramble Force. Ho! Thought I would drop you a mail just to confirm your suspicions that it was indeed utterly devastating to have been a St Mirren supporter at Hamden Park on Sunday 21st of March for the recent League Cup final. Needless to say, however, the following Wednesday more than made up for any sorrow that was felt. That's right, in case anyone outside of Scotland has missed his recent media circus, Celtic were royally humped 4-0 at St Mirren Park. (laughs) It was like a mass therapy session for all St Mirren supporters. People were running around the stands quite simply not knowing what to do with themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Like like Chris Kamara at at Fratton Park (laughs) anyway the other reason I was getting in touch was concerning going back to Aberdeen and uh, I remember Danish manager Ebe Skovdal who we mentioned the other week about the skirt and yeah the uh, the new skirt and that sort of stuff on one occasion (laughs) Ebe took Aberdeen to Parkhead with a young team and played a bizarre formation consisting of several teenagers and lots of defensive passing football Uh, they were horsed 7-0 on the day (laughs) but when questioned on his bizarre new tactics in the post-match interview Ebe responded with the operation was a success but the patient died <laughs> <laughs> best regards Graham thanks for that Graham yeah, great stuff Graham I like that a lot uh, uh, Pete hit us with something how can the operation be a success if the patient died it's well, strange. if you're a murdering doctor yeah <laughs> we removed the heart <laughs> yeah Pete what have you got for us uh, I've got one from a young man by the name of Dave Simply Dave. All right, Dave. <laughs> Simply <laughs> Dave. Yeah. Uh, new Ram- fragrance for men. <laughs> <laughs> Ramble bombs. Hey yo. Hey yo. That's like a hi yo gazaimas, which is good morning in Japanese. Huh. Yeah. Ah, konnichiwa. Ooh, Every day is uh, good day. afternoon. Konbanwa's evening, I believe. Yeah. Pressing on. <laughs> anyway. uh, great news story from the spoiler, uh, the, the football website. Um, looks like the award for the most mental football team might be heading to Bulgaria Ooh. as uh, CSKA Sofia seem to be pulling out all the stops. The story begins at the start of the month when CSK's local paper, the Sofia Echo, which basically is fine. Um, <laughs> is it really called cool? <laughs> <laughs> the Sofia Echo? Not the Sofia uh, Herald. They, they ran an expose on the club's fantastically decrepit stadium, uh, revealing the ground is so old it's been deemed unsafe to operate at full capacity (laughs) Uh, five days later Cameroon goalkeeper Daniel Bacono was fired from the club due to disciplinary offences after skipping one too many training sessions then on Sunday an away match against locomotive Mesdra was abandoned after 65 minutes when 100 CSKA fans rushed the pitch throwing stones and whatever else they could find uh, after going 1-0 down stones from the stadium (laughs) (laughs) the next uh, well it was an away match Uh, the next day um, the team was slapped with a three match stadium ban and a fine of £10,000 while Mesdra despite failing to pay police to supervise the game we're we're only handed a one match penalty Uh, on Tuesday the Bulgarian Football Union decided to attack on an extra three goals to CSKA's misery awarding Mesdra a 4-0 win Um, a day later after that 21 year old forward Olin Olinov was arrested by police for kidnapping and assaulting Bulgarian reality TV star Catherine Vachiva leaving her with a broken nose and concussion good grief there is more later that (laughs) 
later that afternoon. Luke's so this, astonished. This, this, Andy Carroll's moving there. This, <laughs> this pays on Newcastle, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, later that afternoon, CSK president uh, Dimitar <laughs> Borisov went to the papers threatening to pull the team out of the league after manager Lorne Andone announced he was ready to leave the club over the unjust football association ban that they'd received. Yeah. And it's not over yet. 1,400 police officers are being st- stationed in downtown Sofia tomorrow in anticipation for the derby match between CSK and league champions Levski Sofia. Considering previous meetings between the two have resulted in a fan getting blown up by a bomb, they're probably right to do so. God. God. They're running South America close. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How many bit? Oh, that's a hell of a week. That's though, like three it? months <laughs> in the life of one's team. I read one mental. Um, Unbelievable. You, you, Luke is speechless. This is I can't believe I've got nothing to offer. <laughs> he said, well, it's a great spot. Anything we make up won't be as weird. No, it's, exactly. it's, a, it's a great spot from Dave. He says, thank you very much for the uh, great podcastery. Uh, thank, you, a thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. So, Marcus, who is winning uh, the now world-famous <laughs> Championship Manager goodie bag? Graham. 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 Congratulations, Graham. Um, uh, it'll be on its way to you yeah. ASAP. Now, maybe you can uh, just be St. Mirren against Rangers in the final. If you lose, you can just not save it and just keep. <laughs> yeah, good win. point. Yeah, get yeah. revenge. Yeah. Yeah. You can get delirious if you get too serious. <laughs> it's profile time. Thanks for that. That's right. Chico with the profile. <laughs> um, unconventional. That is one word to describe Marcus's hygiene. That's funny because it's true. I've been murked. Yeah. Murked about the body and head by Pete. Um, we've had a couple of emails. We've had loads. Have you yeah. seen the account? It's horrible. Just read through. <laughs> Specifically about uh, our entrance to the Demon at Sort of Fame mm. this week. Dwarf. From uh, it, there was a, a Laura Jones, who I believe you know, yes, Jones was at the Christmas drinks, mm. and uh, a young lady in San Diego called Molly Hattie, and uh, they requested a couple of ladies. I do that every week. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no one listens, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> into the Dean Windows Hall of Fame this week will be Mia Ham and Christine Lilly. Interesting. Mm. That's right. That's right. Um, uh, can I say curveball? You can. You can. Uh, curveball. You, you have. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, these uh, two. Curvy ball. Yeah. Oh, oh, come on. Two legends and pioneers of the uh, the ladies' game. Mm. And uh, as uh, as as Molly from San Diego said, you know, these women inspired um, so many girls to play the beautiful game with passion, heart, and skill. Amen to that. Mm. And that's what the Windass Hall of Fame is all about. It is. It's about other things, mentalness and yeah. stuff, or craziness. <laughs> Apart from when we put the undoven in. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Oh, fair enough, sorry. Um, Christine Lilly has been a fixture on the US women's national team since 1987. Wow. 23 years and counting. <laughs> Incredible. Um, she's one of the world's greatest women uh, football stars and, uh, as we said, a, a veteran of the US national team. She's also the world's all-time leader in caps for international game appearances with an incredible 342 caps <laughs> at international level, which is, uh, of course, it eclipses anybody in the men's game. That eclipses yeah. David Nugent. <laughs> By 341. <Yeah. laughs> or whatever it is. How many matches did they play? It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's including really training in this. At least 342. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's the world's uh, second all-time leading scorer with uh, 129 goals. And again, th- including the men's game. Mm, Absolutely wow. incredible. Um, and she was a left-sided midfielder or, or sometimes played uh, up front as well, obviously, with the, with the amount of goals tally. You'd imagine she was a forward-thinking player. And uh, is a global superstar in, in the women's game. Um, while she was still at high school, she she w- was called up to the women's national team. Wow. Crazy. Absolutely incredible. Rooney. How old was that yeah. then? 16? She was 16. 16. She was 16. Is that an unkind thing to say about a lady? Mm. What's that? Rooney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very true. Yeah. Um, 
She attended the University of North Carolina between uh, 1989 and 1992. And during her time there, she won the uh, National Women's Soccer Championship every year. And that is no mean fact. No, Anybody yeah. who knows the... Oh, college, um, college soccer in, in the US, what they call it, obviously soccer, is massive. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. Um, she was also uh, a member, when she was 20 years old, of the team that won the title at the first ever uh, FIFA Women's World Cup in China in 1991. And she uh, started her career um, in Sweden, actually, in 94, because the women, they didn't have a league yeah. in America. Um, she spent one, one season there before she came back to the States. And uh, the opportunities to play regular football weren't, weren't so many in, in America, as we've said. So um, she joined the Continental Indoor Soccer League, uh, following the footsteps of... of Kizzle. <laughs> that, I think that was actually around at the same time as Nazzle and that survived I think that's actually they right are. the case um, th- she wasn't the first woman to play in these leagues but she w- it was an all male league oh right yeah. so it was an incredible uh, thing for her to go in there As I, th- I don't think she was the first woman to play in there but she was um, a huge success and it, not the novelty value or anything like that she genuinely was a really good player in yeah. these leagues and the fans really took to her she was a real fan favourite you know and, and uh, Mergers of one of the mo- uh, league's most skillful players, which is a remarkable achievement. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely remarkable achievement. Uh, in '96, she won the gold medal at the Olympics. Played every minute of uh, the USA's five matches at that tournament. In '98, she set the record, um, the US record for consecutive games started, 62. Consecutive games she started. Game. That's right. Good. Yeah. Uh, in February two thousand and one, it's, it's worth pointing out that the uh, the world's first women's professional soccer league, uh, in which all the players were paid, uh, that that began, and uh, she was um, Wazzle. Yeah, <laughs> it works. Um, well, not quite well. Woosa. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we got Woosa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if anything, that sounds more American than yeah. Nazzle. Woosa. She played for the uh, Boston Breakers. She was, I think, they were the team. She was, uh, she was one of the founding members of that. Now that team. sounds more American than yeah. Nazzle. Boston yeah. Breakers. Um, yeah. uh, in 2004, she became the fifth player in world history to score 100 international goals in God. world history. Yeah. You know, it, Great stuff 2005 she was voted US Soccer Female Athlete of the Year She was also voted that in uh, 1993 mm. 12 years after Maldini-esque <laughs> <laughs> Women's soccer is really really popular in America isn't yeah. It? Yeah. It's more so am- amongst girls than, than boys Especially in terms of people playing them So she, she will be a very very influential figure out there and it's, it's easy for us to not quite understand that yeah. if you know That's I mean, right Because the culture is right. just so different here I think there'd be more of a, more inclination for, for the men to go across And play the more traditional US sports and Yeah so definitely women, I, mm. I, was watching, I was watching the, uh, the US-Mexico uh, uh, women's match last night and uh, a lot of the Mexican uh, players, they all play for the universities. And you sort of think yeah. that kind of like the, the scholarship schemes That's right. are exclusively a male preserve in, in the American college They're system, not. but it's, it really isn't. Women mm. women do so well. I've, I've, I mean, I've played against some uh, teams in America before, and... Some some of the girls have played for the high school teams, yeah. and they're bloody decent. decent. Yeah, yeah. And like it's a real kind of, you know. The, and, and forgive me for saying this, but you kind of look at them and you think, oh, I won't go in too hard, and all this kind of stuff. And then when that you get put on the floor by them, you <laughs> think, look at this. On a slightly re- un- um, related note, you know, do you know that um, uh, Mozambique um, distance runner called Maria Matola? Right. Mm. She retired from athletics. Um, I think she was eight hundred meter runner. She won the gold at the Olympics at leagues once either 800 or 1500 but she retired from athletics at the age of 38 and she now plays as a striker in the South African Women's League oh, oh, is that right she's, she's banging them in as well oh that's super yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely superb um, in 2006 um Christine Lilly uh, finished second uh, in FIFA Women's World Player of the Year and she was again for the second year in a row voted US Soccer Female Athlete of the Year she's about 35 mm. in, in there well she started very young so she's obviously been around for, for a very long time indeed well that's right in 2008 um, she had a, a baby in July she returned to the US team in December to play uh, coming <laughs> off a bench against China I mean that's something that yeah. Is it, is it literally none of us could do? <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder what like the recovery because you sort of think right, hamstring is so many weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Shin splints is like a couple of months. Yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> yeah. that is a crazy. Uh, you know, At I, least I'd, nine months. <laughs> I, I'd never even thought 
just considered that, that that was obviously going to be Incredible. a problem. When, it just doesn't even cross you your stop mind. Playing, like, as soon as you it, find out, exactly, presumably. Yeah, if you want to have a family at a certain age, then that's, that's a. And, and if she's got somebody caps and she had a baby. Like, Incre- that, that's yeah, incredible. Yeah. But she came back, and in, in 2009, um, I, I should have said earlier, actually, that uh, the Women's League actually ceased to exist. With the, with the Woosa but then uh, in 2006 2007 I think there was another one created and in 2009 uh, Lily was um, allocated to the Boston Breakers again allocations slightly different yeah, uh, yeah, set up a draft sort of thing and uh, bearing in mind she's, she had a child the previous year she played every minute that <laughs> season it's absolutely incredible Crazy. Um, uh, she's 38 now she's still playing she has 129 goals um, and obviously 342 uh, international appearances the only player in history to play in five FIFA Women's World Cups um, And here's some stats for you At the end of 2007 Before she got pregnant She had played in 85% Of the games The US women have ever played <laughs> It's un- unbelievable It really is and, and, and entering 2009 This is after she'd given birth Statistically She'd still played 78% of the matches The US have ever played And that's after the child uh, Had come along um, Absolutely unbelievable And uh, She's also got 103 career assists, um, which is second in the all-time list. And her hometown of, of Wilton in uh, Connecticut, they um, after she won the gold medal in '96, she dedi- uh, they dedicated a day to her and honoured her with a parade. And uh, I think when she went to return home to play for the USA uh, in 2007, summer of 2007, the government, uh, the governor of Connecticut, proclaimed it uh, Christine Lilly Day. Hmm. And the road sign entering her town now reads, "Welcome to Wilton, hometown of Christine Lilly, Olympic." Gold medalist Great wow. stuff That is a lovely touch Isn't it And uh, So yeah uh, Incredible Now Are we clapping her in Or are we doing them together Oh, What, what do you think Do them together Do them together Do them together, yeah. do them together. Um, So as we said She is the second All time scorer And the second uh, On the uh, Career assists list Who's first On both of those fronts it's Mia Ham. Hmm. So now, Mia uh, Ham's more of a household name. I was Mia Ham yeah. is, is much more well known. Yeah, well, I, I think. I mean, for my money, these are the big two. Yeah, know. of course. But Mia Ham, yeah, she is probably the most recognised face of women's uh, soccer. She's now retired, though. Okay. Uh, she's also um, seven, uh, thirty-eight. She was born in uh, March seventeenth, nineteen seventy-two. Just about almost five years after the summer of love. That's right. <laughs> yeah. um, as I said, she's retired. But uh, let, I, w- I want to start from uh, with a quote from Steffi Jones when presenting Mia Hamm as an international ambassador for the Women's 2011 World Cup. Um, that's an international ambassador for FIFA, of course. Yeah. She said, "No other player has had a more positive impact on the women's game than Mia Hamm, as well as her incredible ability on the field. She's a wonderful team player." As I experienced firsthand when we played together at Washington Freedom in the US, she takes her status as a role model in society very seriously. I'm proud to have such a class act on board, and I'm sure her success and profound knowledge of the game will help to promote the positive image of Women's World Cup around the world. Mm. I can't imagine there is a female Joey Barton. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Mind you, there was that one time in college football who got busted for wrestling from the floor and stuff, wasn't there? Yeah, she got banned for a considerable amount of time. Stick it on Ramble too. That's a horrible, horrible clip. That's right. Mia Hamm um, When she was very young She actually had some problems uh, With her legs Because she was born With a partial club foot Oh right Now Someone born like that You wouldn't think Would go on to be The greatest goal scorer In the history of The the football It's a bit annoying That she's born with a club foot And is 20 times better than me at football. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it did, it 20 might be a conservative. <laughs> yeah, probably is. <laughs> the first time that came to my head. Didn't happen uh, to Lord Byron. He had a club foot. He, was never, <laughs> he, he couldn't he? play football. Terrible, terrible first touch. <laughs> there you go. Um, so she had to wear casts on her feet, but uh, she soon recovered and, uh, well. And the women's game was better for it. That's yeah. right. That's absolutely right. Um, Throughout her childhood They had to move around a lot Because her father Was in the Air Force Now I say that because um, They lived in Italy For a little while And That's where uh, She says that um, She saw what football Is all about She saw the Italian Passion for the game Mm. And this was only when She was very young About six years old Mm. And that's where She got the the bug For the beautiful game Um, So she moved back To to Texas with the family And uh, started playing For a a local side She was called up By the US women's team At the age of 15 (laughs) Becoming the youngest player Ever to play for them (laughs) 
And when, by the time she'd finished high school, she was a constant fixture in the team, <laughs> which is incredible. Yeah. Oh, and Andy Orford got called up to the Pompey sh- s- squad at the age of 15 <laughs> back in the early 90s. That's right, yeah. She sure also. thinking that. <laughs> she also went to the University of North Carolina. Like with Christine Lilly And uh, she was Yonk She was in there Imagine that If you were a good player For other teams yeah. You'd be like Oh those two are just cleaning yeah. up yeah, <laughs> And the, be, the rest yeah. of them be like Playing for the, for the year above Or something Yeah that's <laughs> right That's right um, In 91 at 19 She was the youngest team member In history to win the World Cup I mean that was of course A part of the team with Lilly But mm. slightly younger than Lilly yeah. So uh, she gets the record there Um in 95 when she'd, uh, she'd finished studying university uh, she finished third at the World Cup and there was a great moment that, um, that people remember where she went to play um, as goalkeeper because there was no one left um, to play that position that, you know when we talk about isn't it great to see an outfield player yeah. go Jackie goal. Elka Jackie Elka yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she went and goal so um, she's all about the team yeah, yeah. Um, and they, they finished third in that uh, in that World Cup but she was voted the most valuable player of that World Cup and uh, as I said with Lily she also won the gold medal in 96 she won uh, the US uh, female athlete of the year five years in a row uh, <laughs> in the mid to late 90s and uh, she was the most recognised female soccer player in the world and she broke the all time international scoring record for men and women um, in 1999 against Brazil with her 108th career goal wow. whose title did she take with that 108th Christine Lilly Ali Dai oh because oh, he was 107 goals isn't he he was yeah um, in 99, Nike named uh, the largest building on their corporate campus after her. Um, probably nothing to do with Gary Cook. No, no. I thought. No. <laughs> um, America won the uh, Women's World Cup in 1999. That was the final was in front of 90,000 people in the Rose Bowl. Um, and in 1999, she also founded the Mia Hamm Foundation, which is dedicated to bone marrow. That was the iconic celebration. That, oh, she... Going back to so- the final. Yeah, I was just saying when, yeah. when they won it, she she whipped her top off and started swinging right. it around, and she sunk to her knees. Was that her? Was it? That was Mia Hamm. Yeah. I oh, okay. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah. In 1999, she founded the uh, Mia Hamm Foundation, which is dedicated to bone marrow research after her brother died of that disease. Mm. So, doing some good stuff yeah, off the, the field as well. well. Yeah, yeah. A lot of these um, American female soccer players, they do a lot of good stuff off the yeah, field. Yeah. I, th- I think that's that's, that's kind of the, the kind of missing the point to a certain extent. I think uh, I'm not going to pop at you, Mark. But I'm just saying like, that it every is. female s- soccer player is a role model to young girls. Yep. But a decent player is of more value, I think, in that game than role models, to be quite frank. Right. Yeah. And they're both decent players. Mm, that's right. That's a good point. They won the 2004 Olympics, uh, the US women's team. She was a big part of that. And she was chosen by her fellow US Olympians to carry the American flag at the Athens closing ceremonies, which oh. is some accolade. Yeah, that's the huge. US well, Olympic team. They're not short of a few athletes, are they? Yeah, no. absolutely. And she, well, and this is harking back to what you said about um, uh, Christine Lilly. She retired in 2004 to start a family. Yeah. Um, at the age of 34, I think she was. Um, she's one of two women, uh, Michelle Akers, who's an a uh, great American player as well. She, uh, one of two women who was put on FIFA's list of the 125 greatest living soccer players. Hmm. To only two women and two Americans, which were the two women, got on that. That's an incredible yeah, achievement. It really yeah. is. Absolutely. Um, she also won the FIFA Women's uh, Soccer Player of the Year twice in 2001, 2002. She would have probably won that more, but it was started in 2001. All oh, right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So she retired with 158 international goals at the age of 32. 158. Yeah, that's great stuff. That's 51 more than Ali Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> incredible. That's. Sad. And that is maths. Yeah, maths in action. <laughs> yeah. Um, I shall end with a quote from Mia Hamm. She said, You can't just beat a team. You have to leave a lasting impression in their minds so that they never want to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> That's superb. I'm actually a bit scared of it. Come yeah. on in, ladies. Yeah. Come on Welcome. in. Welcome. If, so if, <laughs> if we were to get her and Lionel Messi to mate, yeah, yeah, there'd be some, <laughs> would there be some sort of super player afterwards? One, yeah. w- one word of advice to the two ladies coming into the Dean windows on the phone. <laughs> Stay away from Teddy Sheringham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> glorious. Stuff. Am I right in thinking that in the the logo for US Women's Soccer, they actually have Mia Hamm's silhouette? Oh, is that right? I think that's Is there the anything case. she hasn't done? Yeah, it's <laughs> it might have been better to list the stuff she hasn't done. Yeah, <laughs> be quicker. She's not a Mia Ham. She's not merely a Ham. <laughs> She's more than a Ham. More than a warm ham. <laughs> more than a warm ham to me. Yeah. More than a warm ham. Is that yeah. more than a warm ham? <laughs> that profile was incomplete without that. Yeah. <laughs>
Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of this week's football ramble lols. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've had a lovely time. If you'd like to get in touch with us, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com. I don't think you should be assuming people are lolling. Well, bit, we did. Better, yeah, that's true. Yeah. We had fun, even yeah. if you lolled. <laughs> yeah. We had some lols. Uh, yeah, it's free to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the website is thefootballramble.com. Lots of wonderful things there. Ramble tube blogs. Oh, it's a joy. Yeah. In my humble opinion, yeah. um, uh, Betway predictions, gentlemen. I went for uh, an Arsenal Wolves draw. I think Arsenal are going to be naked from their midweek excursions and uh, yeah. against Barcelona. This is coming from the man who um, predicted Barcelona to draw at Mallorca. That didn't happen. No, mm. I didn't. No, I didn't. James, who have you gone for? I've gone for Birmingham to get a draw with Liverpool Ooh. because uh, they're doing well at home. Liverpool, they're playing well at Anfield, but they're not so good on the road. So, I, you know, I reckon that's what's going to happen. Don't play on the road. Luke, Luke, Luke. I'm departing from the greatest and most exciting league the world has ever known okay. to go for Milan to beat Cagliari, even though I've since said I fancy Roma for the title. When I did the better prediction, <laughs> I fancy Milan. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for United to beat Chelsea. All controversial. Oh, people have avo- we avoided that fixture. You've got well, straight in there. Yeah, Wade in into the Lions Den. Um, uh, like the Christian you are. Something we should say. Thank you very much. If you would like to uh, peruse our bets further and perhaps even have a tickle yourself, <laughs> it's <laughs> betway.com forward slash the football round. <laughs> um, we had a we had a match recently, six-a-side match. Yeah, yeah, it was good. We got our fitnessbox.co.uk kits out. Yeah, and we beat Tom Goulding's team of merry listeners. I think it was 12-8. 12-8. Potentially 12-7. They were a good side. They had us on the ropes for they a were a lot. Yeah. They were a lot better than um, the first time we played them, as yeah. I recall. But I think there was a lot more room for skills. Yeah. yeah I, you, like, I liked your skills, Pete. You scored cheers, three mate. goals. I scored yeah. three goals, yeah. Let's yeah. not forget that. That's yeah. right, yeah. And we uh, had uh, Tim with the wand watching on. We did, yeah. And uh, the young man in in goal for us. Oh yeah, oh, he came yeah. all the way down from Nottingham. He got oh, there wow. half hour late. Oh, he came from Nottingham. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But he was he was going off on holiday the next day. Yeah, yeah. He, to be fair, so he was in London anyway. So that's right. um, uh, many thanks. And he, and to be fair, he did a great job. In, he was brilliant. Games, yeah. He's bloody good. He looked like a keeper as well. I wouldn't like to face him. Tom Mortimer He's only 17 If he's that good when he's 17 Imagine what he's going to be like when he's 18 get him on, get <laughs> Better Get him on that plane Yeah <laughs> Say goodbye Pete Goodbye Say goodbye James or Jim Goodbye Say goodbye Luke Goodbye And goodbye from me We're all off to jump in the golden bin Cheers Comments like that are going to keep us here till late. <laughs> That's a great teacher's put down. That's so good. You, that the best telling off. You own time you Um, and she was a part of that uh, the World Cup in '99. When do you remember when the rose? Yes. Oh, Pete. Sorry. Carry on. Fuck's sake. Let me jump. Sorry. Sammy Obi as well. Which one though? There's three of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bloody good finish from Charlotte. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW plus free shipping on orders over $60.